It's a Wednesday, my dudes, and you know what that means. It's another episode of the PP Jail Cooldown. We're talking about everything Valorant here. I'm Nomad. Siyempre, kasama natin si Viminal Rocking, his new RRQ jersey there. How are you doing, sir? Yo, I'm doing great. Like like I said, literally seconds before we started going live. I don't know. I'm in a good mood today. Maybe I woke up on the right side of the bed, but, uh, you know, works for me. So I hope everyone else watching right now or listening right now feels that way. Yeah, I hope you guys are having a wonderful day because we have an hour packed of uh, Valorant content that we have to talk about here because uh, there are a lot of things that have happened recently in case uh, you haven't uh, in case you guys haven't been uh, in the loop for a while now in the, the Valorant competitive scene specifically because tomorrow is Asia Pacific Challengers and that's something that we kind of want to talk about here because it's a pretty big deal for uh, it's, it's a pretty big deal for the most part for the Filipino representatives that we have here Viminal. Yeah. I mean, it's a pretty big deal that Filipino talents are recognized in the Asia Pacific region. And it's proof that, you know, Filipino talents like you and I <laughs> are indeed world class. So let's take a look at the, uh, the talent lineup real quick. It was revealed uh, the other day. But before we get into this, I actually forgot to say that... So. As we dive into the pro updates, this is a segment that we call Refrag. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we forgot about that part. We got too excited and talking about everything. But yeah, this is yeah. the pro updates. Anything in the pro scene, this is that. And you were saying we were yeah. going to talk about the talent lineup that we have for the Asia Pacific Challengers. Yeah. So again, let's take a look at the, the talent lineup that was revealed the other day. So from left to right, we have Mr. Black and Blue. Of course, a familiar face. And we have you. Oh, me? <laughs> Looking real swell there, pal. And then a uh, new mm -hmm. face, the roster, Raph. And if you don't know, Raph has been around uh, casting uh, a lot of other tactical shooters um did he ever cast like uh fgc uh i'm not but i think he did but he's mainly like i, I know him as a cs guy like you yeah he, he is. He, both of you are like cs guys yeah definitely and uh i've, I've seen a couple of his casts and uh raf definitely is a uh, fresh of breath air like his analysis has always been yeah, one hundred percent on point, and it really shows in the way that he delivers the analysis. Because it's sobrang yeah. detallado, and he knows the teams by yeah. heart. Because like when even when you play with Raf, like sobrang talino niya maglaro eh. and like I guess lumalabas yep. yun uh, analysis niya when it comes to his casting, which is great. So you know, he he does his job really well as a panelist. And then of course we have the casters, Mister Nomad. Yeah, we got uh, ever so. Uh familiar faces here it's Asurai yeah French caster himself yeah himself. yeah Dax the big one <laughs> and uh we got Illustrado who has uh, very well illustrated here with this uh neon hoodie and this uh, trench coat and we have a new face from the MYSGVCT mm -hmm. which is Tash Bunny she's been a year in and now she's in the Asia Pacific uh, playoffs yeah uh, again um careers move really fast here in the Valorant scene 
And it's great that Riot Games giving a lot of opportunities to a lot of up-and-comers and to a lot of people who deserve a lot of exposure and recognition. So this, my friends, I assure you, you are in very, very good hands when it comes to um, you know, the action that is to come in the Asia-Pacific uh, playoffs. So this is something to look forward to. Just sit back, relax, and enjoy the show uh, from here on. Yeah, and uh, it's also like like me personally. This is like a hundred percent homecoming for me because yeah. in the past couple of years, it has always been like Mobile Legends for me, Counter Strike. Never, all, the only time I got the cast Valorant when it first came out was Valorant First Strike, mm-hmm. and that was that. And it took uh, almost a full year for me to get back into Valorant. Um, it was the Sea Challenger playoffs, and uh, it felt good uh, going back into it. And now that I'm here in a new role as well. I'm not casting anymore. I'm panel hosting for the most part. I'm going to lens a feeling because I'm exploring a new role. Plus, it's I'm going back to the to the roots. <laughs> and working with these faces as well. Like these guys I've worked with for the longest time. But they've been here for they've been here longer than me in Valorant specifically. And uh, it's just that, that air of respect. I still, you know, I still give them, even though like sometimes they are cringe. That's what I'm talking <laughs> to you. Because that is the case. But yeah. parang you can't, um, you can't ignore the fact that we're already But of course, we respect each other as colleagues, but in, uh, in a professional sense. And yeah, like you, uh, last year, basically was the start of my Valorant career as well. After the Ignition series, we went on to VCT first stage. And I made this uh, opening sort of joke that was kind of cringe back in stage one of the first ever VCT. I was like, I wake up and it's Valorant. I go to work and it's Valorant. I go home, I play Valorant, and then I dream of Valorant, and then the cycle repeats itself. Mm -hmm. I'm pleased to report that after nearly two years, of Valorant's existence that still holds true today. <laughs> it's no, uh, yeah, it, it's I, I don't know, man. It's uh, Valorant has become a huge, huge part of my life, and honestly, I wouldn't have it any other way. Um, very, very blessed uh, to be, you know, in this position right now here in PPGL Cooldown to have worked for uh, VCT and Riot Games as well. So yeah. yeah. And, and uh, um, I think, you know, speaking of uh, APAC uh, challengers, APAC playoffs, this is the schedule for the broadcast. The play-ins are going to be March 10 to 13. Group stages will be on March 16 to 21. Knockouts will be on March 24 to 27. So this is going to be packed. This is going to be really packed. And honestly, <laughs> I can't wait to, to take in all the Valorant. That is um, yeah, and uh, I mean, to um, the past challengers, now it's always it's almost always Thursday to Sundays. We're starting next week on Wednesday, so we're really cramming a lot of teams, a lot of schedules. We might run late, you know. It's it's just a perfect time for Valorant. It's a perfect time to celebrate it as well. Because we've got for the Philippines specifically, ang ganda ng mga teams na papasok. We got. Uh, we got now's esports, we got South Built Esports, and we got Action PH. Uh, and uh, South Built Esports, their storyline going into this is that 
they're finally making their way into the international stage and they're gonna try to prove themselves going in to uh into masters which is something that it um, it's almost always brand yeah even though like you know last year the, the whole the thing happened where they weren't able to fly and then new faces like now esports who came off the bat almost undefeated throughout the entirety of the challengers that's that's a there's a question of if they will be able to keep up with the international scene because there's a lot of things uh that they have to work on and most one of that is international experience and there's a lot of things that we can uh, also discuss uh, as time goes by but i'd like to save that for challengers itself for apac challengers itself so if you guys want and you guys should tune in tomorrow because we'll be able to break down every single bit of storyline that you guys would want now you know what whatever whatever it is that happened after champions berlin after team secrets phenomenal run it's just that so many teams that have never been in the limelight exactly before in the philippine scene suddenly had some sort of breakout performance on the southeast asian stage on the south asian stage and you know asia pacific in general there, there's some sort of magic that i really can't uh, point my finger on but it's undeniably there i mean in your the reputation ng pinoy valorant ngayon sa asia okay ba na diba and it, mm-hmm. sobrang nakakataba ng puso yun eh. like finally you know you get like an agent like neon who represents the country obviously and then mm-hmm. you have Pinoy teams who represent and raise the flag uh, in in a very very incredible way here in here in Asia, and honestly, it's it's a great time to be a Filipino Valorant fan. So uh, I'm pretty happy about that. But speaking of, uh, I want to take a look at the uh, qualified teams for mm. the Asia Pacific uh, Challengers because this is pretty interesting. We got a, a very obviously very stacked teams from uh, all over the region. But taking a look at these teams, you know, I tend to have my favorites. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And what are those favorites? Okay. If I were to pick making? four, if I were to pick four, mm-hmm. okay. You know, this is really tough because obviously a lot of them I really, really like. I okay. would vouch for Paper Rex. I would vouch for. Cerberus, mm-hmm. and of course, all the PH teams, Action PH, South Built in Naos, and uh, you know what? Bleed is also pretty interesting for me. Uh, but, yeah. yeah, so I'm, I'm going to go for Cerberus, Paper X, Boom, and the PH teams, pretty much. That's that's seven. You're cheating. Yeah, no, I'm that's cheating. Six, you're you know cheating. what? That's the point. I can't choose because they're, they're all such amazing teams and like the region is so packed full of talent but okay mm. i'm gonna challenge you to not cheat okay <laughs> all right I'll, sure honestly i can't imagine like just choosing two or four but sabinatin ano sabinatin aside ph teams aside mm. mo. Uh, aside from ph teams aside from ph teams you know Okay, um, I'm gonna go straight for uh, Paper Rex, Full Sense, um, Bleed Esports, and I'm thinking about Oblivion Force. I'm, I'm hmm. torn between Oblivion Force and uh, Boom. Okay, 
because Oblivion Force is really good in in HKTW. Yeah, like no cap, they're really really good. You know, that's Bowman as well. It's good. You yeah. Know, come to think of it, man, like HKTW is uh, a scene that they haven't really seen a lot of action from uh, recently. They've been, you know, sort of under the radar, uh, mm-hmm. so to speak, compared to other other nations uh, in the region. So yeah, you know, that's definitely might be some sort of a dark horse uh, coming into this. Maybe a bit of a sleeper that you shouldn't sleep on. <laughs> I don't know yeah. how if that makes any sense, but yeah, really good picks there. Yeah, I mean, who isn't a fan of Paper X and, and Forsaken and Jing? You know, they've been on top of the leaderboards uh, since forever, and you know, they're star players for a reason. So that's pretty cool. But yeah, that is pretty cool. To, to, and, uh, to sum it all up, de ba? Ako hindi ako makapili kung sino. <laughs> Pero syempre, supportahan natin Action PH South built uh, now as, as well. Uh, they're mm. all incredible teams who represent the country in really, really uh, great ways as of late. There's also uh, a team I kind of want to highlight here. Mm. Um, it is uh, Bonkers. And their picture is really is Bonkers. Like the meme. Like the dog, <laughs> the horny bonk. Okay, you you know that you know that image. It's bonkers, and one of their coaches is Pilski, which right. is a CS:GO caster from Australia, and he made the transition to coaching. Uh, he made to coaching, yeah. And I'm kind of interested to see how that is going to take place. And uh, the team itself is really, uh, really not that bad. Like, uh, they came from different teams, and then they came together to play for bonkers. <laughs> and uh, I mean, all things considered, their performances are really good, bonk. decent. Yeah. They're pretty bonkers. Pretty bonkers yeah, man. I mean, their <laughs> entire run in the Oceania Tour not as clean, but they got a three-one victory off of Order, which is a big org in Australia, uh, in that region. And uh, it was a three-one victory as well, so they really deserve to be here. And whatever Pilski's doing uh, for the team, really down. To see how that is going to unfold for, um, for the most part, mm. I definitely do agree uh, with you there. But you know, we can't skip past ahead this topic without talking about global esports. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, come on, global esports also a household name uh, from their nation. And uh, have you seen their boot camp? Like from from that region, like every single boot camp from different teams in that region. It just it just looks amazing. Like it's so stream ready, bro. <laughs> like, I haven't seen your bootcamp yet. I'm searching it right now, and oh my god, diba? Parang ano eh? Pwede sila magkani parang MTV Cribs na yeah. house tour, phase clan. Are they? Ano, <laughs> are they the? Are they the only bootcamp? Like not the I'm only sure. bootcamp, but the only the, the like this level? Uh, I'm not sure, but like I think uh, esports infrastructure from there uh, specifically uh is pretty good so parang let me actually pull up an image of uh global esports bootcamp to see for myself from a different angle because i just saw it just billiard table yeah it's, it's pretty crazy pretty crazy yeah this is one good looking bootcamp i'd i'd want to stay here <laughs> if, I, if, I, if i ever go to uh if i ever go to south asia and um, 
uh, was able to, hey, guys, can I get a tour? Yeah, I'll definitely drop by. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, now that we've talked a little bit about these awesome, awesome teams that we'll be witnessing very, very shortly, you know, this is not everything there is to the Valorant Pro scene. Of course, I'm talking about game changers, my friends. This is... Ooh. You know, uh, International Women's Day just passed. And, you know, you can't forget about Game Changers. This incredible, incredible scene called Game Changers, Valorant Game Changers. And this is, of course, the female league for uh, Valorant. So, yeah. you know, we just concluded uh, VCD Game Changers uh, Asia Pacific Stage 1. And let's take a look at the, the talents that were... Uh, highlighted for uh, this broadcast. So we got Sleepy. Uh, this is the former coach of uh, Alter Ego. Uh, I follow him on Twitter. He follows mm -hmm. me back. We sort of talk, but we're like, we're not yeah. really close, you know, but maybe we could start getting to know but each maybe, other a little bit. But maybe we're getting serious. Maybe we're getting serious. <laughs> Sleepy, I hope you don't see this. But <laughs> no, no, no. He, he's cool. Like, he, he does his own content on YouTube. And, and Twitch as well. And he's a very uh, talented player himself. He's had some pro matches in the past. So, yeah, a really great uh, caster here. And then, of course, Quack. Uh, have you ever worked with uh, Quack before? Like I have uh, never. I, I've, I've seen him, though. I haven't worked with him either. But uh, I think I, if I, I'm not mistaken, I think I played a game with him once. Um, but yeah. Uh, he he has some amazing chops uh, when it comes to casting. Uh, I think uh, one of the casters I look up to the most, and of course, uh, uh, we got Mr. Key over here. Mm -hmm. Kui. Keys. Uh, <laughs> the quacky. <laughs> the quacky tandem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, you know, Kiss is just such a lovable fella. Uh, yeah. Really bring, brings a lot to the table. Uh, when it comes to you know the game changers uh, a lot of um really staple names that have been with game changers uh the asia pacific series since the beginning mm -hmm. and then we have miss seora who's mm -hmm. been um really casting for a long time now mm -hmm. uh, ever since league of legends also casted mobile legends and uh i remember clearly back in 2020 when we were still under uh one boot camp mm -hmm. um she really wanted to uh, cast Valorant and all these years that she grinded to get to where she is right now is definitely 100% commendable yep. uh, for Sayora. Now, she's going to be joined in by another Filipina that a lot of the people are watching here or listening right now know <laughs> by heart, know by name, know by face. It's the one and the only, Terror. Yeah, I mean, Terror, enough said there. But yeah, yeah. Uh, of course, our co-host here and also uh, on the VCT broadcast. So she's kind of like wearing double hats right now because that's how crazy uh, she is, uh, crazy hardworking she is. And yeah, she I do believe Terror is on the way back uh, to yeah. the Philippines. Her, her flight is earlier, if I'm not mistaken. So she's still on the way home right now as we speak. Yep. And uh, hopefully she gets home safe. So yeah, there's that. I really like the fact that um, 
this this whole scene uh, sort of ties up together. You know, there's sort of a crossover, sort of multiverse sort of thing between uh, Game Changers and uh, the Valorant Challengers tour. So, you know, you have talents crossing over. You have coaches becoming casters for Game Changers. You know, it, it's just pretty interesting. You know, maybe someday I get to cast Game Changers. <laughs> you know, that's, that's something that I've been sort of, uh, you know, wanting to do for like the longest time. Like cast an FSL uh, tournament or, you know, maybe Game Changers in the future. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, for the most part, like they unveiled the revamped look at Game Changers off of the... Um, off of the um, off the success of Game Changers for the most part, yeah. Uh, yes, uh, last year. And now that, like, after Champions, we're still gonna have tournaments for women for Valorant yeah. after Champions. That's uh, that's something, you know. Yeah, parang may tinis sila before na new tournament circuit. It's very very vague. But I do know for a fact that it has something to do with the female league, and mm-hmm. you know I actually don't know what it's what it's going to be. Nobody knows anything about it. Uh, if you do know something about it, if, if you've heard any rumors, feel free to feel free to chat. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm reading the the chat right now. John Lester says, "Let's go APH a Batman." We'll get into that in just yeah. a little bit. Carl says, what happened to the original lineup of APH? It's still the same lineup. It's just, you know, <laughs> with the Batman, I think. Uh, yeah, but again, I mean, we'll talk about that, yeah. Yeah, it's just a Batman moving from one APH to another APH. <laughs> and then, that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just uh, uh, confirmed that Raph is a Deccan household caster. So... But yeah, speaking of the talent lineup for Game Changers, again, there's this sort of crossover happening. Uh, Illustrado uh, cast Game Changers last year, uh, I do believe. And yeah. Yeah, It was a a really fun cast to watch when Illustrado casted that. And uh, it also opened up a new avenue here for for new casters uh, to join in on the fray because they are if I'm not mistaken, they did launch the academy where basically there are three mentors, three mentor mm. casters that have already casted in Game Changers or in FSL or in any other international women's league. Those three casters will be um those three casters will be mentoring four other uh newbie casters or experienced casters but want to learn more in casting. That's uh, what's going to happen throughout the entire year. And we got two Filipinos that's gonna be joining in, and they're both gonna be under black and blue, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Black and Blue is going to be one of the mentors there. Yeah, so again, that crossover happening, mentorship program, it's all about growth and, and learning and sort of basically enhancing the whole ecosystem that is Valorant. And it's pretty incredible. You can't ignore game changers. And this is what I've been saying since day one. This is really, really good stuff. So mad props to Riot uh, for this. But speaking of game changers, man, I want to take a look at the bracket results uh, to take a look at what transpired recently. And we actually have uh, a couple of Filipino teams here. Oh, man. Uh, starting off with the Capital uh, Arise. So Capital is a independent organization 
here in the Philippines. I do believe they have a male team as well, a new uh, uh, male team. And then they have this female team, Capital Arise, that is very, very uh, successful when it, when it came to this. Shalma and Friends as well, uh, former mm-hmm. members of Hashira, Kachao is there, uh, Nicole G is there. Um, yeah, a lot of very well known players. But you well, know what? Uh, sorry to cut you off there, no, but unfortunately, yeah. you know, NGX. Uh, our good friends from NGX, uh, you know, they weren't here. So, you know, that's uh, pretty heartbreaking for me. Yeah, pretty heartbreaking. But what's uh, what's not kind of heartbreaking for me is Fuma Ladies being able to get into the playoffs, get a map off of Alter Ego Celeste, and then yeah. they'll drop down against Hero Zero KDA, and they still got a map off of that. Right. Take note, like, for those of you who don't know, Fuma Ladies is also one of the uh, teams that have been playing in FPS for a long long time now most of them uh, bear with you most of them are moms most mm. of them has responsibilities so for the most part they really don't play together they don't they scrim but just for fun they don't scrim to uh, they don't scrim yeah, to like it's not a full time thing it's not a full time thing yeah they're playing it uh, it's not, so it's not full time it's half time no it's a part <laughs> no, no, no. it's a part time thing for them so yeah they still uh, play and they play good uh, like one of the uh, commenters here Trisha Evangelista says foo moms <laughs> so um, they play they don't necessarily have any written strats but they can still mechanically play the game and that's why it's really really impressive that they went all the way from the uh, top 32 all the way to the top 8 and still managed to get maps off teams that have already been uh scrimming with other teams who have playbooks who have dedicated strats like alter ego and hero zero kda you know what it's just pretty incredible to see fuma take a map away from alter ego celeste on the brink of defeating them almost um it's just you know alter ego celeste if you're unfamiliar with the game changer scene alter ego is the seven time champion (laughs) they've never lost (laughs) <laughs> They've never lost a stage, and these these girls are are pretty crazy. I've seen, I've you know we've all seen them play, and sometimes um, I've even come across them in ranked, and they're, they're absolutely cracked. It's just it's just crazy. Um, very very talented team, and probably uh, you know some of the most hardworking esports pros out there, uh, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, pretty incredible stuff that Fumo was able to take uh, a map against uh, Alter Ego Celeste. Uh, really good performance there. Again, proud of the run for our uh, Filipino teams here. But mm-hmm. in the end, you know, X10 Crit uh, versus Alter Ego Celeste in the Grand Finals. 3-2. to two. Alter Ego again for the seventh time winning. But it's getting closer and closer. The power gap, as you mentioned, is getting closer and closer. Like before you mentioned uh, here in the Philippine scene, it was always Bren, 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 Bren. Nothing but Bren. If Bren joins the tournament, they win automatically. Like, yeah. This is pretty much the same thing for uh, even the North American scene, like Cloud9 White uh, and here, Alter Ego Celeste. But little by little, for free. The, little by little, the, the, you know, the power gap is is sort of you know getting closer and closer and this is just 
evidence that uh, you know the ecosystem that game changer is creating that vct is creating it's just elevating uh the intensity of esports in basically any region <clears throat> definitely I'm looking forward to the time where the lines between the female league and the actual uh, vct circuit would blur if that would happen that would yeah. be amazing yeah, who knows that might be the new tournament format that you know we're being teased towards the end of the year i mean that would be really really awesome to see um yeah, but yeah definitely extend crit uh can't uh not mention that uh you know baby tz is there uh jenny is there as well uh really awesome players really awesome people there uh very talented team Unfortunately, uh, yeah. he fell short to Ultra Ego Celeste, but we got to move on, Nomad. Yeah, we do. Uh, because, you know, uh, Valorant, you know, we know that they've celebrated International Women's Day. You know, there was a really cool poster on Twitter. And then, of course, uh, highlighting game changers and highlighting the women in the community that made Valorant possible, that made Valorant what it is today. And you can't forget mm -hmm. about that. So, again, a belated happy International Women's Day. That is such, such a uh, cute art right there. Really, yeah. Cool. Shout outs to Le Akisha on yeah. Twitter for her, the artwork. <laughs> Credits to the owner. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But yeah, pretty, uh, pretty cool art. And everybody involved in uh, Valorant, all the women involved, every single team, every single caster, every single one. Not just in Valorant, but all around the world in any other uh, job, um, in any other job, in any other workplace. You guys, you guys are awesome. Yeah, mad props to uh, the women in our, our industry here in the esports industry, of course. Mm -hmm. But moving on, Mr. Nomad, I do believe oh. that we have the next segment called One Tap. <laughs> One Tap. She says it a certain way that I cannot sort of mimic. But... For the life of us, we cannot. <laughs> By the way, guys, before we get into this next segment of the show, let's, I just want to tease a certain, certain promo from Asus Republic of Gamers. And... You know, later on, we're going to talk a little bit more about it in the uh, next segment after this. But you guys are in for a treat. So stick around for that uh, towards the end of the show. But yeah. we have a lot to talk about when it comes to game updates. Isn't that right, Nomad? A lot has happened. 4.04 is finally here. Controllers have been either nerfed or buffed. Yoru has been uh, reworked. And yeah, it's kind of uh, going to bring up a lot of conversations on both of our ends because uh, got, we've got uh, different... Uh, we got different opinions on uh, Yoru. Icebox is changed. Um, there was a slight change in that match that was likely Shadow fixed in. And yeah. the ping. Something that uh, ever, ever since uh, Patch 4 came in, a lot of everything just changed. Yeah. A lot of people so, have been having issues. Yeah. yeah you know, there's so much to talk about when it comes to game updates because Valorant is constantly evolving like week after week, sometimes midweek. There's like something new, and now we're smack dab in the middle of a new, uh, new act in mm -hmm. episode four. So things are kind of getting crazy. So I'm gonna go through this really, really quick. Nomad, Brim and Omen are back. Astra sort of taking the back seat right now. 
Viper, still pretty good. You know, obviously Viper is still irreplaceable, but Brim and Omen, my man, they're back with a vengeance. These two sort of uh, fell out of popularity as soon as Astra came out because Astra is just absolutely cracked. But Omen and Brimstone. Brimstone, the Stim Beacon, such a huge meta changer, that one. Uh huh. That's if you think incredible. Neon was fast. <laughs> what about. Wait, 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 long. Kaya ba i-stack yung ano, movement speed ni Neon tsaka yung Steam? I was supposed to try it, pero I think pwede. I think pwede. Because like, I was talking about it last night with some friends. And like we were saying, yeah, it works, it works. I don't know if it's placebo or not, but you know, we'll confirm that later on. Maybe chat can confirm. But yeah, Brimstone, absolutely strong. And the smokes are like bigger. And who doesn't like like bigger smokes? Obviously, it blocks more vision. More mm-hmm. the merrier. And then, of course, Omen. Uh, there's a bit of leeway when it comes to the paranoia, so it's harder to yeah. blind your teammates. And the the teleportation is a hell of a lot faster. Yeah, you don't, you're not gonna be. Oh, what am I gonna do here? I see them. It's yeah. it's not like the past when I tried to play Omen in Act One, where it was hella slow and sometimes I get caught off guard. And paranoia definitely a big thing because I always get accidentally flashed by uh, my. My teammate Omen, or I accidentally flash my teammate, and just having that slight leeway just right in front of you, that's a big factor. And Omen, um, a lot of the other things got a little cheaper for him, so utilities in the pistol rounds definitely going to be changing as well. Yeah, it's just so much has changed, uh, basically overnight here as soon as the patch dropped. Uh, but again, going through this really quickly, Yoru, does he have a place now in the meta? Yes or no? I would say yes. I know you're going to say otherwise. Yor <laughs> has a place in the meta, and I will explain that to a T. Okay. R- uh, briefly explain why you think Yor belongs. Ever since Fake Out got re- reworked, I've seen a lot of people throw down the flashes, pull down the fake teleport, and then throw down the fake out. And it completely fakes people out. And sometimes I see players... <laughs> To capitalize on that and just pretend to be the f- the fake out itself. Just yeah. walk around straight. As soon as they see one or two guys, flick immediately because they're <laughs> they're they're fearing for their lives. Uh, being they're fearing from being fucking the uh, friggin' uh flash out. Um, and there's also that one point, and I've seen my friend do this play where in ascent they played. Yeah. Um, he played Joru, he peeked on B main, he went back into Boathouse, put a fake teleport there, put out a fake out, and then he pretended that he, he teleported. He was playing in Switch, and peep, everybody looked at Boathouse, and he got a 4k off of that. Yeah. I, I mean, that's the thing. There's so many crazy things you could do with Yoru. Maybe sky's the limit when it comes to proficiency uh, with this agent. Um, but it's still, you know, it's yet to be determined. I, I just want to see it in pro play. And I want to see if, you know, how, how crazy, how creative uh, people can get uh, in the pro scene with this agent. Is it a hell of a lot better than Yoru was before? Yes. Is it yes. now actually viable? Is it now fun to play in rank? Yes. yes. But is it going to be an integral part of the meta and pro play? That's yes. PC. For you, yes. For me, I don't know. But we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. I mean, Challengers is going to be playing on... 4.04 so yeah. these changes 
are going to be in 100% effect. So yeah. we'll see. We'll definitely see teams like pull out a Yoru uh, in one of their comps uh, as the weeks, as the days progress in uh, Challengers APAC. So, you know, we'll yeah. just have to be patient and see, uh, see the teams go well, at it. Last but not least, Nomad, for these game updates, it's just what are your thoughts after playing Icebox? The new and improved Icebox. Is oh, it improved for you? Do you like the changes? Are you like iffy about some of them? I have some mixed thoughts about it. I personally enjoy the changes specifically on B. Mm. Um, I mean, it sucks as me as a Sage player because I'm really trying to be, you know, you know, Grim. Grim, Grim was. <laughs> I'm trying to be the Grim of the Philippines and a lot of the other walls there. <laughs> A lot of the other walls there I can't do anymore, but it opens up a lot of avenues. And there's an, a bug that has to be fixed where you can plant in kitchen. Oh, yes. From, yeah, from I, saw that. I saw that. I thought that and was by design. No, that wasn't by design. That was just a pixel. plant. <laughs> it, it's there. It has to be fixed. Aside from that, everything's okay. I mean, it sucks that I can't do the boosts anymore on B, but it allows me to be able to uh, on the attacking side, the hold down the side a little easier. Because say if if you're on A side, uh, I mean if you're on B side, you're typically just gonna leave either your jet there, kung sila, or you're gonna leave the viper there most of the time. And typically, just one agent will be able to lock down the B side because of that narrow corridor. And uh, yeah. it completely changed when they widen up the widen up the uh, corridor. They changed the door from where. The garage door was they changed where the the sites are they removed a lot of things to pass through in b and let's not even let's even let's not even get into a just yet because you mid changes as well it helps you retake the site easier because if somebody like a jet plays on uh, screens goes on top of the screens yeah. you'll be able to see somebody from from uh, boilers like from the bottom of boilers and that's uh that can be a big no-no and those changes on a side specifically as well where on pipes you can't really head peek anymore mm. have that angle as an attacker you have another crate that you can use as cover that wasn't there on a side completely opens up the opportunities for for sages for vipers even neon if neon's gonna be coming in but all the utilities will finally have its proper place in a and i'm really enjoying playing on icebox for the past couple of games i've been there it's definitely sort of uh you know icebox uh was my favorite map uh, but maybe it still will be uh, once I get used to the changes. You know, I haven't really had a lot of time um, playing myself. But uh, Icebox used to be like my top one favorite map. And, you know, I love it to death. I still like it. But, you know, personally, that sort of uh, head peak uh, over there on on pipes. I wish mm -hmm. they didn't change that. Because I think it's a very high risk, high reward position that is... Um, you know, it has a very high sort of skill potential for for players to utilize. Like, it's a very hard uh, position to capitalize on. But if you play it out really well uh, on both ends, I think uh, it's just such a fun spot to play. And now I can't play it. So, you know, that's that's sort of my gripe onto A site. But, you know, I'm still trying to wrap my head around B site uh, in general. But well, B site yeah. is attacking sided definitely like yeah. you'd, you'd enjoy it a lot more on the attacking side on b yeah so 
those are our game updates uh, for for today. And again, so much has happened. If you guys heard of any updates or experienced any updates that we missed right now, obviously we can spend 10,000 years talking about new stuff of Valorant, but we have an hour long. So feel free mm -hmm. to leave it out in the comments section. You can talk about it in the future. You could also, you know, of course, tweet us. Uh, me and Nomad on Twitter, we're always there. But we're going to move on to our next segment, Mr. Nomad. And what is it called? It's time for some piping hot tea here, kind sir. <laughs> we're going for the Valorant community. good. Jolly good, governor. We're here Jolly to discuss good. about the tea that's happening here that's in the Valorant community. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah uh, we're gonna be talking about a lot of the teas but viminal i guess uh you can start off the tea yeah with something so piping hot a lot of the people right. need to know about this this is hot off the press guys this is what we've been teasing earlier on the show this is called armed for radiance by rog and asus republic of gamers you have a chance to get valorant points and premium items uh -huh. worth up to 20,500 pesos. Mm -hmm. Now, if you want to get in on this really, really sweet promo, you better take out your QR scanner, right? Since we all live in this futuristic internet society, bring it out to your monitor screen, scan it, and then read the text that shows up on your portable device. Yep. Yeah. And then afterwards, you'd be able to see what exactly you can win because uh, you could, I mean, alternatively, like if you don't have the QR scanner, you can go to ph.rog.gg slash ROGVCT2022. Like me. Who doesn't like QR codes, man? I mean, like. My camera is broken. Look at this. I mean, oh, your camera's broken? Oh, sorry to hear that, bro. The camera's broken. That's why it's a hassle, like going into establishments where I have to. It just feels so futuristic, you know, like, what, what is this? this? This sort of pixelated block formation here on screen. It, it, it's crazy, but, you know, it works. But, yeah, anyway, the promo is going on from February 10th to June 6th, so it's happening right now. End users to purchase select ROG products will be eligible to receive item bundles and Valorant points. So, really quickly, Nomad... Um, people can get uh, the ROG Chakram Core, the ROG Intel shirt, and up to 1,140 Valorant points by purchasing an ROG motherboard. Mm -hmm. Now, for those who purchase an ROG monitor, you can get a Gladius 2, ROG stickers, and 1,140 Valorant points as well. Same thing for uh, the router, which I actually have right here, the ROG Rapture, which oh. I dubbed to be the baddest the nastiest in a good way router on the planet like it's it's i mean if you have a router that's called rapture i mean <laughs> you, you know what to expect man you got you got the performance there and of course uh for the peripherals you get a rg keycap keychain rg stickers and up to 1650 valorant points for the power supply if you purchase an rg power supply you get a passport holder an rg mask and an rog Hatch and up to us 1650 iron points. Same goes for AIO coolers. But there's something really cool though about, about this yep. Arm for Radiance promo. And this is a bit of a banger because uh, I do believe there's something called a powered by ASUS build. Oh, yeah. 
So basically, it's a uh, collaboration with yeah. uh, with Asus and PC Hub, where they already have the uh, best in slot, um, best in slot build for an uh, for a case that's all almost all ROG. So it's priced around eighty one thousand pesos, give or give or take, and it's already the best system you can buy on that price and it's just the, the pc tower as well yeah. and with that as soon as you purchase that you will get the rg towel the pba sticker an rg gunpla kit gunpla is gundam kits yeah if you guys don't know that uh you know you can do searches and they're really good a lian lee streamer uh streamer gpu cable an asus diva watch and cool. five thousand eight hundred valorant points a lot of valorant points. Points. that's a lot that's like battle passes for five seasons. <laughs> You'll be set for life. No, but, yeah. You know, in all seriousness, like you know, you never know when the night market rolls around, and when new skin bundle comes out, we're right smack dab in the middle of a new episode. So a lot of cool stuff coming out. So you know, take the opportunity if you're out to to buy some new gear, might as well go with ROG. You know, you get some free found points as well, and you know, it's a it's a pretty sweet deal. Uh, to tell you the truth so yeah arm for radiance get vps and premium items worth up to twenty thousand five hundred pesos check out the pinned comment below guys if you know what's good for you you know check that out yeah and um that is one of the teas that we have and the other tea here that i kind of want to touch up before we move on to the uh, final segment that we have and uh, to unveil our uh, special guest that's going to be joining in the fray later on let's talk about the g2 competitive ruling violation that happened recently mm. uh it was a match between uh g2 esports and smb where you can see it on the screen right now where g2 uh has an existing warning on record they were the penalty was applied and now since they used a bug to seek an advantage and it is explicitly prohibited yeah. So they will get rid. They will lose one ban in the uh, map veto in their next match against um, Ascend, if I'm not mistaken. That's gonna yeah. be their ma- next match, and it might just be impactful if they don't get that map ban. Now, here's the thing: it has opened up a lot of conversations here because of the fact that that bug that they're talking about is the uh, jet skill jump on Haven C, where uh, you can do the crouch jump from logs all the way to the the spike crate and get on top yeah. of that. Uh, and uh, the only reason why they deemed it um, illegal was because they used the passive. You can use the updraft to get on top of the spike box. You can uh, get a boost from your teammates to get on top of that. You can even do it yourself without using the uh, skills. But why is considered as a bug if... Uh, any other agent could do that. Like, um, like I think I we have a video here. Now there is also like to just illustrate what we're talking about. It's uh, C. Yeah. Um, so uh, really quickly, I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys know this. So it's a popular spot to use an operator on. Um, mm-hmm. That one, right? So without any abilities, with any agent, you can just jump on logs and uh, basically get up on there. Right, yeah. so typically I think it was designed so that you would need to use an updraft to get up there, but you know, crouch jumping, spamming crouch, essentially. Well, it's not just spamming crouch, but like there's a certain mechanic to it. It requires a little bit of practice, but basically everybody knows how to do it and have been doing it for, since Valorant has ever released. So yeah. this is pretty strange to me. 
It's pretty strange. It's only really strange because you're using Jet's passive. But there are other agents that can do this. Like, it's a skill jump. Yeah. And you should be able to use the... You should be able to use the uh, skills to be able to get on top, which which isn't different from using the updraft. And um, yeah. um, it was said perfectly by tens. Now, if you are Jet and you want this job, you have to do it without the passive, then it's allowed. But if you use the passive in any way, then it's illegal. It doesn't yeah. make any sense at all. You're literally using your character's ability to glide to accomplish the jump. It's a skill jump. Not every person can do this. And mm -hmm. uh, to and to segue that, there's also a similar thing that you can do on a site. I, I personally use this myself yeah. when I play the game. So when I play Sage, and I'm going to be showing it uh, right now, where in on a site you can typically you can essentially do the same thing. You're not using any abilities here, but if that's the case, shouldn't it be a shouldn't it a be a bug? Mm. You'll be able to boost yeah, on yeah, top of that. Yeah, I've I've seen Grim do it quite a bit. Yeah. And, you know, there's a lot of Grimwalls based on similar tech. But yeah, yeah. I, you you raise a, a fair point. Uh, you know, going with this logic, is this considered an exploit too? Who knows? Mm -hmm. Let us know in the comment section down below. Let's have a chat going on, guys. Yeah. But anyway, for more community, have you heard the news? A Batman going to be standing in for Action PH for oh. the APAC Conference. I mean, yeah. Okay, speculation. I don't know, guys. Do you know any rumors about this? A Batman, is he on trial? Is he the new member of Action PH? Is he going to be a starting five roster? Is he going to be a six man? I have no idea. All we know is that he left Alpha Esports and now he's going to play for Action PH here in the APAC uh, playoffs. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a big thing. A very big thing. Action PH already pretty solid uh, going into challengers and adding a Batman to the fray. He is one of the most notable people mm. on the side of uh, of Alpha Esports. He's one of uh, I would arguably say one of the best killjoys that we have yeah. in uh, in the in the Philippines specifically. And going in on Action PH to assist Ammon and Georgie and Zero Deathio and RU to pop off definitely going to be a big addition for Action PH going into Asia Pacific Challengers yeah this is definitely going to be a force to be reckoned with Action PH uh, you know what happened to uh, Motsky uh, you know we can only speculate but mm -hmm. without a doubt Action PH is still going to be a force to be reckoned with and they have surprised many many teams from around asia are they gonna be able to keep that up we'll find out very shortly but speaking of the susurud nakabanata jiro i think it's time i think it's time it's time it's it's time to introduce our special guest for this weekend she played uh for fps for the longest time a lot of the people in the female fps scene knows her and um she is one of the uh, founding members of Fuma Gaming, Fuma Ladies and Gentlemen, for that matter. Let's go ahead and uh, go into the interview send, uh, segment and introduce Jang herself. Madame Jang, hello. <laughs> hello. How, how are you? How are you doing? How are you I... doing? Welcome to the show, Jang. Thank you so much for accepting our invitation to be here. How are you? Uh, naka mute ka, madame. 
Discord. Oh, having. Ayon. Okay, we're good. We're good. All right. Sa 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 Vmix din daw. Sabi ni Direct. Just having a little bit of a technical issue here, but. Pero ayon, Madam. Hello, hello. How are you? How are you? Uh, im na. Okay, may yeah. yeah, ayusin lang namin guys para maging smooth. Yeah. Uh, okay, interview. Yep. Yeah. Yep, Thank you. All right. Pero ayun. Madam. Madam, madam. Yes, hello. Good evening. Good evening. Uh, uh, guys, I know just in case you have any questions for Miss Jang over here, leave it in the chat. Uh, we'll get into it later on. But yeah, no man, far away. Yeah, far away. Now, Madam Jang, you've been uh, in the yes. FPS scene for the longest time and the una kitang nakilala sa Crossfire. Yes. In another bang bang. I was the former uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, um you were the uh, former uh GM sa Crossfire, diba? Yes po. Uh GM stands for Game Master if ayan, if hindi sila familiar. If masyadong bata na. Pero you know, matagal ko na hindi narinig yung GM. And True. That, it brings me memory. Sobrang nostalgic ng word na GM. Yeah. Pangarap ko dati maging GM eh. Pero hindi nangyari. So, wala na. <laughs> pero, ayun. Um, so, since nagsimula ka as GM, pero before that, nagsimula na yung pro gamer career mo, di ba, Jang? Can, can you yes. uh, kwento kung paano nagsimula yung uh, pro gamer career mo? So, eto medyo lalabas yung edad ko dito eh. Pero like, uh, I was... parang 11 years old yung lumabas the half time ng uh, half life ng CS uh, we have a computer shop so parang active talaga ako noon sa gaming tapos then lumabas si si CS si Counter Strike mm-hmm. then doon nag-start yung LAN game syempre mayroon mga kaming mga nagre-rent doon then like literal na LAN LAN cable doon yeah. kayo magko-compete so doon ako mm-hmm. nag-start Tapos hanggang mag-high school ako, yun napunta na sa iba-ibang klase ng FPS. Mostly FPS talaga yung mas gusto ko. Then, like, pumasok ako, like, wala pa kasing esports, like, esports, esports, nung around 2009-2010. More on, parang puro pustahan lang, puro land game. Ang grassroots lang, lang, no? Lang. Uh-huh. Yes, yun lang po talaga. Then, parang around 2009, Di ko sure, 2012, nagkaroon ng uh, PCL, uh, Philippine Champions League, sa Crossfire. That was held sa may Anonas Complex before. That was my very, very first, like, competitive talaga na tournament. And we were the first ever uh, all-female team na sumali doon. And actually, we did really good. Tapos, feeling namin ano kami, star. Yung paglabas mo <laughs> ng, ano, pinapalakpakan ka kasi natalo namin yung isang team. Then, syempre, parang marami ka pang tatalunin. Unfortunately, yeah. natalo kami dun sa ibang male team. Pero, super dikit ng laban. Tapos, yung mga tao, parang tingin nila sa'yo, artista ka. Mm-hmm. Kasi, sobrang, sobrang, wala pa halos talagang mga active na female teams nung time na yun. Then, nag-shift po ako from Crossfire, puma- pumasok sa Point Blank. Point uh-huh. Blank, nag-compete kami 2004, I, I think 2016, 2018 sa may SM North naman po. Eto kasi nakakatawa doon, hindi namin talaga ever nalaro pa yung Point Blank. But someone invited us to play. Tapos parang, mm-hmm. sige, bibigyan namin kayo ng accounts, basta lumaro kayo. Kasi parang, 
three lang yata or six lang yung teams na sumali nun. Tapos parang stage match siya. So, sumali kami. As in, we have no idea. Basta alam lang namin, baril-baril lang yun. <laughs> so, nakakuha kami. At nakakuha kami ng fourth place. Nakapag-fourth place kami. Then, sumali rin kami sa SF. Nung time naman na yun sa may... Uh, sa may MOA, sa may... Usually, hinahild yung ESGS doon po. Sa ESGS. Oh, SMX. Ano ba? SMX? Yes, yeah, SMX. SMX. Uh, uh, may, syempre, yung mga kakilala ko doon na nag-work na sa, ano naman, sa uh, pangalan nito, sa Play Park. Sabi right. siyang, baka gusto ng team ninyo sumali kasi kulang ng player, ng female teams dito. So, sumali rin kami. As in, pinahiram lang din ng account. <laughs> Pero, unfortunately, hindi kami nanalo doon. Pero, at least, I mean, nakadagdag din kami dun sa teams na sumali. Then, ayun, nag-CSGO naman na ako. Dun sa CSGO, although, marami po kasing teams, like, they are actually playing to win. You know, play to win. It's super competitive. Puma, yeah. yeah, here comes Puma, pray to win. <laughs> like, we're just praying to win. Kaya kasi, we're just playing for fun and praying right. for win, for a win. Tapos yeah. yun, yeah, we got, But, uh, we actually got the third, third oh. place in WESG. That's where my actual prosin started. Sa uh, ano, sa WESG. Oo nga. Yes, mm. opo. Ay, oo oh, pala, sa Crossfire din pala before. Before ako naging game master, I was a competitive player sa Crossfire. And then, nakikipag-compete kami like sa mga lalaki talaga, hindi sa mga babae. Meron kasi silang women's league and then they have like the regionals, basta yung marami. If you're familiar, si Nomad po dun. Sumali kami sa Crossfire Stars, then dun kami sumali sa may Pampanga. Kasi parang so, iba-ibang regions yun. So, sumali kami dun and we uh, actually got top four competing with other men. Sobrang, so parang, you, you've had a pretty storied career. Like you've had so much experience Uh, across yes. different games in in esports, and this is absolutely incredible. And you mentioned that, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Pa- parang you mentioned the uh, you know you're just playing for fun, uh, but you know from CS uh, transitioning to Valorant, you know after WSG, like did that sort of change? Parang nung nung si Valorant, did did that ever come across? Na parang okay, I'm playing to win. I'm playing to be the best. Dito sa Fumo. Actually. Uh, I can't say yes and no. Just in between. <laughs> like, ando dun pa rin yung I really want to win and I really want to play. But right. enjoy at the same time. Mm. I don't want to, to put like too much stress. I just uh-huh. want to enjoy the game and if I win, edi hey. If not, at least I tried. And it's something that we can highlight then because for those of you guys that don't know, Full moms, moms. Fuma gaming. Because most of the players in the roster are already uh, mothers. And uh, this young, yung uh, life mo as a pro gamer and as a mother is a delicate balance that you're doing. And oh, yeah. uh, I mean, my, I mean, I've had experience coaching you guys for a couple of games. Na <laughs> talagang admittedly hindi talaga kayo naglalaro. Uh, pag nagsascream kayo yes. hindi kayo nagsaset up ng strats kasi wala talaga kayong oras for that you just play the game pag nagpasok yeah actually pag nag-scream kami more on like 
para lang ma-familiarize if san kami comfortable na na spot if sa A kami or sa B yung if kunyari defender kami or if attacker kung saan mas nagsisynchronize more on synchronization yung inaano namin during screams and not actually mappings or yun wala naman and how is ano uh, ba Like how is that balance so far in your pro gaming career? Sa for the most part, na yes, yeah, I'm pretty sure na all of you guys love your kids, na mahal na mahal niya anak niyo, and uh, there is also a moment na gusto gusto yung manalo. Even though na you guys enjoy the game, you, I'm pretty sure that is uh, still in you. Na nagkakaroon kayo ng oras magscream. Paano niyo nahanap yung time? Yeah. Na para masingit yun sa buhay. Time management skill talaga yun. Time management. Well, actually, ah. Ano lang, para lang may background lang. Fumams actually started nung Liga Adarna. Actually, Fuma is not an actual team, but rather a community. We are a community of female female gamers. So, what I did was, sineparate ko siya. We have Fuma Ladies and then the Fuma Gaming, which is the main team. Fuma Ladies is like uh, our second team. Parang hindi sila, hindi sila ganun ka... Parang they have other priorities, but they want to to compete still. So ginawa ko ng team two, and then we have the full moms. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, five us, five of us are actually moms, and while competing, we have to pause because yung isa kailang magpabreastfeed, <laughs> like literally yep, breastfeeding yeah. while we are playing the tournament, uh-huh. and um, bigla magkakaroon ng technical pause because yung isang baby niya is pinatay yung PC niya or nahugot, <laughs> like literally we're actually struggling. So nung Liga Adarna na yon, we we unfortunately did not make it to top 3. Mm-hmm. So I said baka there's a reason for that. Tapos bilang naglabas si si Liga Adarna ng parang special tournament, yung top 3 is not allowed to play and guess who won? Who who, who got the championship? <laughs> you guys got the championship win. Yeah. So I think there, <laughs> there, there's actually a reason. Yeah, I think parang And actually, that time we were struggling to find one player, because uh-huh. the sixth woman, namin, ano, she, uh, parang she's the one who's holding the baby, niya, so she cannot really play. Unfortunately, yung isa sa roster namin suddenly disappeared, as in like disappeared like a ghost. So we have to please, please, you have to play, because we're gonna get DQ'd, etc. Mm. So yun, parang super dami talaga ng time na yun. Kaya nung nakuha namin yung championship title na yun, parang sobrang nakakatuwa kasi, alam mo yun, parang struggling kami and yet, nanalo pa rin kami. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really big accomplishment, you know, despite, yes. uh, you know, going yeah. against the odds, di ba? Uh, yeah. Nagawa niya ng paraan. Uh, but I'm curious, no, I'm pretty sure, Nomad, you're wondering the same thing. Like, as a veteran in the scene, do you uh, look up to uh, certain people in the local scene as well? Uh, or perhaps in the the Valorant scene in the region, um, meron ba kayong ano uh, inaadmire na other uh, players in the scene? Yes, actually, especially the younger kids. Uh, mm. The younger kids. I mean, the younger players. Because, di ba sabi na age is just a number. Actually, Yo. it's true. Yes. But but there's the big but here. Because <laughs> they don't have the. Uh, It's not their priority anymore, yeah. and also they are not privileged to do that. Yes. Parang you know, parang sure. Pag bata ka, pagkatas ng klase mo, wala ka nagagoy maglalaro ka na lang. Unlike pag matanda ka na, you have to take care of your family or do your job or etc. So, um, kung meron ban, na mga ano, siguro sa female, 
Yeah. I really admire NGX kasi although parang papalit-palit din yung hindi solid yung ano, at least the three, parang yung three ano nila, three Core. pillars lang team nila, yes. Nandun dun pa rin. So, nandun dun pa rin. Parang sturdy pa rin yung team nila and also yung Arise, parang they are all young tapos parang talagang eager sila to win. Mm. Ayun. So, sila yung mga teams to look out. Yeah. Tapos... Yeah. Ayun. Um, so far naman, although although we have actually new roster. Right. Pinasok na yung mga kids. Well, well no kids. I mean the younger ones. <laughs> <laughs> who can prioritize? Naman naman baget style dito, no matter. <laughs> yep, yeah, definitely. Uh, oh, kaka 18 ko lang. Ako, I just turned 19. Yes. <laughs> so yun, ako po pumasok ako as parang 6 na lang nila kasi I can't really prioritize aside from actually I have all the time naman to play. But my body says you have to just relax na lang and mm. you know, it's different, I'd no? rather watch. Like, yeah, yeah, actually. When when I when I was 14, I, I could play for for 14 hours of Dota every day. <laughs> But now mm. I can't I can't do that anymore. Yeah. So you know. You have all the time in the world ngayon pero you don't uh-huh. have the you know the strength to play anymore. Hayun, <laughs> <laughs> kaya para sa akin talaga malaking ano yung age din talaga. Yeah. And talagang, yun, nilulook up ko ngayon talaga yung mga bata. Mga, mm. yeah, mga future bago. generations ka, di ba? You know, speaking yes. of that, speaking of the future generations, no? Like, uh, if you were to give a message, uh, a word of advice or a message to, again, these, uh, even even to kids who aspire to be pro players, uh, whether it be, uh, you know, men and women uh, growing up, Uh, kids growing up, aspiring to be pro players, aspiring to work uh, in the gaming industry. What kind of advice would you would you give them, knowing you know uh, what you know now, all the experience you've had over the past years, experiencing uh, the growth of esports from nothing, you know, from the beginning. Well, my advice for them first is balance your time, balance your priority. Because time will come all the time in the world for you to play and for you to grow in esports especially if ito yung career na gusto mo will come yeah pero it... let's not forget hmm. na i'm not saying na being in esports is uh, for a long term you know parang hindi ko masabing like very stable siya but now i think i'm seeing i'm seeing something that's the industry growth yes. hmm. yeah yeah ayun po so i think For them, my tip is, especially now, na puro online lang, just go for it, join tournaments, gain experience, and etc. Kasi this is actually the perfect time for them to experience or to gain more experience in tournament. Kasi pag dumating yeah. na nawalan ng pandemic, land game, my God, it's a different story. Iba yung inig, you don't have the, what do you call that, your... your Well, any comfort zone. Position. Oh. Yeah, your comfort zone mm. is gone. So, totally, alam mo yung pag nasa bahay ka, pag inangat lang yung monitor, hindi ka na comfortable. Oh. Sinong oh, walang no. ng monitor ko, etc. Akala ko, akala ko, ilan lang yung mga taong ganun, pero I'm, I'm so happy that you, you sort of resonate with yeah, that yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. And oh. then, if, if dumating na yung time na wala ng pandemic and all tournaments are land na, nako, dyan nilang mararamdaman. Like, they're, oh. they're, they're opposing the opposing team is looking at them straight and they're parang makikita mo nagbubulungan parang nakaka-intimidate iba mm. iba po talaga yung kababaglan tournament na so ngayon ang tip ko is sali lang ng sali sa lahat ng ng 
online tournaments. Gain more experience. Kasi iba pa rin talaga yung experience kapag nagtutournament ka rather than parang yung usual lang na laro-laro. Yeah. Definitely agree with that. I mean, you've had LAN experience yourself, right, Nomad? So, you know. Uh, it's it's not the best LAN experience, but you know, a LAN is a LAN and LAN I've never experienced complete... LAN casting before. So hopefully, diba? Para makasin natin yeah. si Miss Jung. <laughs> Hopefully, because the moment na everything uh, eases up sa at in terms of the uh, pandemic, um, we hopefully would get a LAN event soon, and it's always a pleasure. And I, I can't remember casting Jangs like Fuma Gaming on WSD. I remember casting their games uh, back then, and it was completely, uh, completely satisfying. It was a really good feeling. Knowing that these guys are have other priorities in mind, they just play the game and they still come out third yeah. place. <laughs> Quick shout out, Being... alam pala sa mga sa ating Bernalyn Nalika. <laughs> May question daw siya, ano question mo? Yeah, pa, shout out daw. Shout out lang, <laughs> and kay ayan, si Bernalyn, ano rin siya? Oh, mga Bernalyn. part din po sila ng Fuma, Fuma ah, community. Ayan. There we go, Fuma yeah. community members. Uh, big shout out to uh, Blaze International as well, another independent up and coming org. Hashtag like feeling ko yung if if the goal is deeply rooted in just building uh, sort of a bond or friendship or uh, sort of camaraderie amongst your peers diba? parang it's really gonna last and that's why it's yes. you know it's been there for 12 years diba? and it's yes, still going through I've seen I've seen my players like they were still in high school and now they're actually working na and they, hmm. they all have their families na parang Galing. it's an achievement for me oh. yeah I mean that, that's that's really interesting and uh, you know we'd love to hear uh, more about it. Siguro uh, sa sa comment section part of Fuma Gaming. Yeah, feel free to uh, no, uh, comment on how you got into Fuma and uh, you know your experiences as well. But you know I want to ask you, Jang, like you know you've been building these communities, you've been participating. Uh, since the infancy of esports in various tournaments and various scenes, different games, did you ever imagine that something as big as Game Changers, or for example, Liga Adarna, uh, for example, like Valorant, you know, would it have been possible, like growing up? Because like ako dante, lalo uh, lalo nando ata, tapos hindi ko imagine na alam mo yon, parang ma, pwede ka mabuhay na literal lang dito ka. Actually, na highlight na like nagiging career na yung for male ah, for male nung nagiging career na nag-start na yung esports. Actually, naisip ko na 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 magkakaroon din yan for female. Mm. The reason why I think na binigyan nila ng separate. You know, sabi nga nila there's no gender in gaming and yet we have the female scene and we yeah. have the male scene. Bakit? What's your take on that? Huh? Because of priority and privilege. Like, mm. let's be honest here. You're both 16 years old. May land tournament. Who do you think is papayagan ng parents? Mm. The female or the male? 
syempre yung male, not the female. Kasi parang, we have restrictions, like, kailangan nandirito ka na by 8, or you have to go out with someone you know. You cannot just go out on yourself. And like, pag lalaki ka, tapos pag nakita ka nila nagko-computer, sasabihin, kababae mong tao, puro ka computer, you have to focus, etc. And like, pag lalaki, pag naglalaro, ayaw mo na lalaki yan eh. Uh. You know, we don't have, we, we have the same opportunities, but we, we don't have the same privilege. You know what? That's a very interesting point. And you know what I think, Miss Jen? Uh, from here on, from our generation, looking toward the future. Siyempre, mawawala na yung mga ganong, ano, di ba? Mga ganong practices, mga ganong notions. Siyempre, um, you know, like if I were to raise my kid and she wants to play games, being a gamer myself, I'd, yeah. you know, I'd teach her how to be a competitive We actually built my son uh, his own PC. Oh, di ba? Parang, yeah. it, 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 it makes me hopeful na as this yeah. industry grows, mawawala na yung mga, ano, eh, yung mga stereotype na ganun. Yeah, yeah the stereotypes. But but right now, we all know nandoon pa rin. Mm-hmm. And slowly but surely. Parang matanda ka na eh. Matanda ka na, sasabihin pa rin ang jowa mo. You cannot play. Hindi ka pwedeng sumama sa mga friends mo. That's that's also a privilege, di ba? Parang pag pinayagan ko, oh, I'm privileged to go out kasi pinayagan ako. Parang ganun. We have the same opportunities but different privileges. Yeah. And hopefully, point. like, as soon as, like, as the years go by, yung ganong mga linya mabublur out din yun eh. Kasi we're seeing it happen right now. Game changers pa lang. Uh, a lot of the other female teams, all the female gamers are able to keep up with the males as well. And just the amount of teams that joined in on game changers all across the world is showing that female gaming or gaming on its own is really uh, does really have no gender. Like anybody can pick up the game. Anybody can compete at the highest level that they want. And it's just gonna be a couple more years before she becomes as mainstream as kung ano man naranasan ng mga kalalakihan dati nung uh, kakasimula yes. pa lang actually, uh, actually I was hoping na like the VCT changer, the game changers kung sino man yung magcha-champ like they're gonna have the championship together with the male you know well, like like one big event actually yun nga yung sinespeculate namin kanina ni Nomad eh. mamalay mo yung secret um, what do you call this yung bagong tournament at the end of the year baka ganun parang mm-hmm. yes actually I think parang nabanggit siya somewhere in FSL hindi ko lang sure kasi oh, hindi parang hindi ako totally nakikinig hindi ako totally nakikinig pero parang <laughs> sinabing ganun we'll see we'll see I'm, I, I don't know I'm, I for one am, am all for that idea I think that's an incredible idea and mm-hmm. you know yeah. hopefully we get to see that soon sabi ni Aldi na Blaze International ampunin na po kami lahat ni Miss Jang <laughs> Actually po, si Aldi is the founder of Blaze International and yes. one of their teams is actually part of Fuma, the Fuma Blaze. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, they, yeah. they kind of like, uh, Miss Chang, baka if you're looking for a male team, sabi ko, we're exclusive for female. But I said, parang, since nag-start naman talaga yung Fuma as male team, why don't we adopt male teams then? So yeah. right now, we have Fuma Blaze as our male team. Great, that's good. Yeah, so big shout out to to Blaze as well, and uh, yeah, uh, Direct Red says yeah we have the same opportunities. We don't have the same privileges. That's you know, cool, cool, it's cool. definitely some food for thought, guys, uh, to everyone watching out there. But yeah, yeah. Sabi ni Camille Enrique, shout out though, Miss Jang from you. 
<laughs> actually, she's our uh, jet player. Actually, sobrang ah, okay, galing okay. niya batang to. She started <laughs> playing in Puma when she was, uh, I think, 13 or 14 years old. Wow. And until now, yung taon na siya ngayon, like 17. She's from Bampanga. Wow. So, it's, it's again, you get to see uh, a lot of these young players grow. And, you know, honestly, yes. that, that's something that a lot of people can say. Uh, and honestly, mm-hmm. mad respect uh, to you and Fuma uh, for that. But, uh, you know, such a growing community, such a thriving community. I want to ask you, uh, before we wrap up this interview, like, what's next uh, for Fuma? Do you have any plans? Uh, what's next for your competitive teams here? Well, actually, since nilagay ko na, like, like the players na kaya mag... mag focus into gaming hmm. uh, we're planning on getting them a okay. permanent boot camp oh that's great and oh. maybe yeah and maybe because uh, for now like we're just providing them uh, whatever they need like ate my, my mouse is not working anymore ate <laughs> I need to upgrade it with that we are helping naman like with their uniforms or their registration fees and uh, for my career I think I'll stick for being the sixth man or well, the manager managing the FUMA teams. Yeah. yeah that's, that's really good to hear. Uh, Nomad, uh, any final questions uh, for uh, Miss Jang over here before you wrap up uh, the interview? Um, well, not really a question, but I just want to wish you more success uh fuma gaming because uh, you've been building it for a long time now a lot of yeah. the uh, community members look up to you specifically madam yeah i wish you more success growing fuma gaming as what you want it to be and i hope uh and i hope na maging maayos yung uh, female esports altogether na maging widely accepted yes. siya you know, you. this is the first time we had, uh, you know, an actual conversation, Miss Jang. But now I know why people, so many people in your community look up to you. And, you know, Thank consider you. me one of them. Um, mm-hmm. But. Well, I'm a fan too. Like, legit, like, mad props to, to you and your work. Uh, absolutely amazing. And, yeah. So, where can we find Fuma Gaming? Where can we find your socials? Uh, feel free to do those plugs. Do your shout outs. The floor is yours. Yeah, so. Uh, please like and follow Fuma Esports. Also, I have my own page, Yujiro Fuma, but unfortunately, I don't have any content in it that parang pinagawa lang siya before when I was a game master. Mm. Pero baka, baka lang maisipan ko like for giveaways, <laughs> I also use that. Yeah. And uh, to Fantech, Fantech uh, Global, Mr. Fandi Pinardi, the CEO of Fantech, and Miss Unice, the Fantech uh, owner here in the Philippines to Fuma Esports. Uh, Mike Fuma, the owner. Well, he's actually my my partner. And yes. to Rotobox and Gosu Gaming Gears. All right. Shout out to Kevin. <laughs> Hi, Kevin. And also to, <laughs> stop, stop. to all all of our uh, Fuma Fuma teams and community. Thank you for supporting and staying with staying here in Fuma. You're not just a member, but rather a family. Awesome. And I hope to see you grow also, not only here so esports, but also in your life. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely learned something today. <laughs> I don't know about you, know, man, but you know, this has been this has been a pretty interesting interview, uh, a pretty interesting podcast. Uh, definitely. Um, really appreciate your insight onto the world of uh female esports side of things 
uh, Ms. Jane. So thank you so much again uh, for taking the time here. Nomad, uh, final thoughts for today? Well, um, well, final thoughts is keep that in mind, guys. Female gaming is here to stay and it's going to grow a little bit more. And uh, just a quick reminder to you guys, Asia Pacific Challengers is going to happen tomorrow. So make sure you guys tune in. And that is basically that. And uh, I think we can wrap it up from here right now, Vimino. Yep. All right, so a quick shout out and thank you to everyone who tuned in to tonight's podcast, tonight's PPGL Cooldown Valorant episode. Uh, Jay Laham, Card Cruise, Jade So, and to all the members of Fuma Gaming, and of course, uh, all the regulars in chat. Of course, uh, Marilka Spratley's, I think, was there also. But yep. <laughs> I also, yeah. can I shout out one more? Sure. Eliza. She played with us uh, competitively uh, since Crossfire, Crossfire and then and then CSGO and until Valorant actually. She hmm. actually uh, still playing here in Puma. Oh, nga, parang ko yun. Parang ko yun. Yeah. But that's all the time we have for today. Pwede, pwede uh, mga kaibigan, tambay-tambay, laro lang tayong Valorant sometime. But right now, thank you so much for tuning in to PPGL Cooldown. Once again, my name is Viminal, my co-host Nomad, featuring our special guest, Zhang of Fuma Gaming. Catch us, well, me and Eliza next week on PPGL Cooldown, Wednesdays at 6 to 7 p.m. to talk about all things Valorant. Bye! Thank you. Bye.